Have you ever thought about how incredibly complex our spit is? It may only be 99% water, but just saliva isn't simple. That remaining 1% holds incredibly meaningful information that could change everything. And I'm not just talking about your family tree. Hi, I'm Baratunde Thurston, and on this season of Spit, an iHeartRadio podcast with 23andMe, we explore how DNA isn't just about ancestry. It can also be key to understanding your health. Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode of Spit. Today, we've got ex-housewives Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge from the podcast Two Teas in a Pod. These two are taking a break from their recapping and armchair quarterbacking to dive into their 23andMe reports. Joined by their good friend Whitney Rose, Teddy and Tamara are here to stress that genetics is more than just unlocking your ancestry. Health is also in your DNA, and the information you learn can be life-changing, something that Teddy knows from experience. Recently, Teddy opened up about being diagnosed with stage 2 melanoma and the procedure she underwent to have it removed. When she received her 23andMe reports, it was no surprise that she was at an increased likelihood for melanoma. And in hindsight, information she now sees as vital for preventative care. Her struggle was a wake-up call, one she's hoping many can learn from. There's so much to learn about your health from your DNA. Vital information that when acted upon, like sharing that information with your doctor, could very well change your life. But that's not the only advice Teddy is ready to dish out. If you're looking for the perfect holiday gift, Teddy and Tamara suggest giving the gift of 23andMe. Perfect for your families as we learn from Teddy. The health information you learn from your reports and the positive action you can take from it can be the best gift of all. Let's listen in. Two teas in a pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. All right, here we are, uh, two teas in a pod with myself and Tamara, and one of our favorites, Whitney. How's it going? Hi, it's going so well. I'm actually in your neck of the woods down in San Clemente right now. You are. You're like probably 10 minutes from my house. Well, why am I not at your house? Well, I don't know. Why are you not at my house? <laughs> because you have somewhere else to go today. Yes, I'm going to Disneyland today. Yeah. <laughs> it is not my happiest place on earth. I hate Disneyland. It'll be um, nice though, because it's not going to be that hot today. I don't think. Yeah, it is. It has been beautiful. Last last week was ninety. So. Oh, yeah. This feels. You're nice. lucky. Did you um get a guide? A guide. Yes. You can you can hire a guide. Whitney. Like, no. On a guide. Clark is my guide. Yeah, Clark. Okay. Clark, Clark is taking our kids, and I'm sitting at the wine bar. Oh, <laughs> so you're going to go to California Adventure. Well, an exciting news. This episode is sponsored by 23andMe. Um, and throughout this entire episode, we will be sharing our results. And I have to say thank you to Whitney for holding me accountable to actually getting this done. Because last time she was on the pod, we talked about doing a 23andMe. And we were both like, no, no, I feel scared. And now more than ever, now that I've done it, and especially everything that's been going on with my melanoma results, I think that a lot of us have done 23andMe because of ancestry and wanting to know like who we're related to or how Whitney was related to Heather and whatnot, but which I want to know if it shows up on your 23andMe, but for me, the health is such 
an important thing that you can learn through 23andMe. I even spoke to my doctor about it and he said, this is changing the game because you will know about your genetic disposition. Like even for me, when I pull up my health highlights and I go to skin cancer, it says melanoma increased likelihood. Yeah. So does yours say that as well? Yes. So we did both Eddie and I did 23andMe on camera. I don't think it ever aired, but it was probably about five years ago in um, it was right after his friend had had a heart attack at like 45. So we wanted to know health wise. I didn't really care too much about family members, <laughs> but I did. I found out that I was prone to type two diabetes, which I am on metformin now because my I'm insulin resistant, um, hereditary, uh, hemochromatosis. And I have one of the variants and to have it, you have to have both variants from the father and the mother. My father has it. And my son, Ryan has hemochromatosis and, um, probably pretty much guaranteed that my, uh, son Spencer has too. He hasn't been tested yet. And then also macular degeneration. So my mom has it. I have one of the variants, but you need both, I believe to actually get it. So, okay. So I have a question, but I'm curious for you, Whitney, in your ancestry report, did it actually say that Heather is your second cousin? Kate, well, I don't, I don't see Heather in here because I don't think she's done it. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So you have that to actually sense. have downloaded the app. But um, if Heather were to do it, she for sure would be my second cousin once removed. It's our great grandparents that were siblings. Okay. So my great grandfather and her great grandmother were brother and sister. Oh, oh wow. Yes. I mean, some of, some of this, the traits are like absolutely mind blowing. Like, do you have earwax? What type? Earlobe yes. type? Eye color? You know, do you have a cleft chin or dandruff? Well, in my health and traits, like it is funny because it tells me like, um, really funny things now I'm out of it, but it, it's like pre, um, sensitive to the smell of asparagus, yes. <laughs> like funny stuff like that, like down to details. Um, one that was interesting to me is I don't get great sleep. And it says that I'm most likely to not be a deep sleeper and then likely to consume a lot of caffeine. And I literally, one of my worst habits is energy drinks. Oh, like I have one right now. (laughs) Oh no. Yeah. I'm happy to say that 77% chance that I do not have dandruff. Oh, do you have dandruff? No. (laughs) I like this one. It says that I, my muscle composition, um, common to be an elite athlete. That's a good one to have. I think mine was the opposite. I remember reading that. I'm going to look for that one. And most, most likely to have bunions, cheek dimples. Oh, a cleft chin. Is that this little dimple? Yeah. That's what I I have that. Yeah. Yep. Isn't this crazy? It is crazy. So I like that the newborn hair. So 82% chance you had little to no hair. I had no hair until I was three. Oh yeah. And were you a toe head? Were you yes. like, yes, 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 yes. I'm 61% chance to have freckles, which I do have freckles. It's just so bizarre. Like finger, some of this stuff is like, do you really need to know it? But it's, it's interesting. Finger length ratio, 53% chance that your index finger is longer than your ring finger. Like, how do they know this? It's crazy. It is crazy. Oh, I found, I found where you are. So dandruff, I'm 52% likely to have dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> well, earwax, I'm 93% chance 
you have wet, sticky earwax as my <laughs> earplugs keep falling out of my head. We're just talking about traits. Yeah, so, I found where the traits were that... Um, so these are physical traits. They have taste yeah. and smell and weird and wonderful. What is under weird and wonderful? Oh, the bunions. I am more what? likely than average to have a bunion. And I do. Yeah. Fear of heights. Nope. Fear of spe- public speaking. I do have a fear. Yeah, me too. What about earlobe type? Oh, yeah. Detached that, earlobes or attached? I'm 82%, 82% chance to have detached earlobes, which I do. And what color? Are you brown eyes? Brown, yeah. Brown? Yeah, they all fall under the brown, hazel, light hazel, light brown. Oh, okay, mosquito bite frequency. I get eaten alive. And it do you? says lightly, likely bitten as often as others. So I was really interested, obviously, because I shared with you both that I thought I was half German, but then I found out that my grandparents were both foster children and adopted, right? So, and I even got a tattoo in German for my grandparents. Oh boy. Yeah. And it was really interesting because I had a redhead. So I was like, well, I have to have Irish or Scottish. Yeah. So when we get to the part of our ancestry, it was really interesting to break it down. It makes sense. Cause in your, do you have, do you see in your traits the likelihood to have red hair minus 5%? Oh yeah. Um, 94% chance not to have red hair. So I had a 6% chance of having red hair. I am 65% chance you have stretch marks. I got, I got a few from being pregnant, but can you imagine how many people find out that this is like, not their, like, that's not my dad. That's not my mom, like things like that. So I have a crazy story. Do you want to hear it about my friend? So uh, he did 23 and me, his dad, um, his parents are divorced. He did 23 and me and found out that he had a, there was like a strong chance that he had a sibling, like a relative. Okay. So he connected, he kind of left it there. He got a call one day from this woman named Joey. She actually lives down here in OC. He lives in Utah and said, I found out through my aunt that you're my half brother. Cause she had, she had, had made the connection with him. That gives me chills. I I guess you don't know when you connect with a relative, they don't know if it's an aunt, an uncle, a brother, a sister, a cousin. So you have to like kind of dive in and do your family research on it. So she talked to her mom about it and turns out her mom couldn't get pregnant with her dad, her, her, who she thinks is her dad. So her mom had slept with this guy for one, one time happens to be my, my my, my friend's dad, who at this time is like, lives up in Montana and is in a biker game, like has nothing to do (laughs) anymore. And it's just like this crazy story. So they connected their half siblings and she had to sit down with who she thought growing up was her father. But really, he's not biologically 0% chance her father. Oh, my God. That is crazy. They did a whole Isn't that thing. Did you see that documentary about the um, he was like a doctor, but he was like a sperm don- donor and he ended up with like hundreds of kids. And somebody found out by one of these tests that he was a father and no, I had no idea. Oh, my God. It's crazy. And all these siblings come together and it's insane. Where are you staying in uh, San Clemente? We um we rented this the coolest house like right on the pier. Oh, fun! So 
I'm like looking Airbnb? out. Yeah, just an Airbnb above one of those little restaurants. And how long are you in town? I leave Thursday. Yeah, it was nice. Like I got to go surfing with the kids yesterday. Oh, fun. I grew up coming to this beach. Oh, okay. I would love to, to meet you. We're leaving tomorrow for a trip. I know. <laughs> like she's probably in coming off of BravoCon. I'm still drunk from BravoCon. I think we I all are. Oh my God. I've never consumed that much alcohol in my life. Did you watch yourself on um, the Legends watch Ball? The wa- yeah, Legends Ball? No, I, I have anxiety, drunk anxiety. Like they just said on Watch What Happens Live, I just heard that the three drunkest people were me, Joe Gorga, Brandy, and somebody else. I'm like, great. That when you went and tore up the friendship note, were you, do you remember that moment? Because it was one of Tamara's and my favorites, your face that you made directly at the camera. <laughs> and I just need to know if you were cognizant at that moment or you were blacked out. <laughs> no, I, I 100% remember tearing up the friendship card. Um, because here's the thing is we only see a small portion of what happened that night, right? And there was, yeah, it was really frustrating because one, I was just telling Tamara this one, I probably shouldn't have been on the trip with everything that I was going through. I probably should have just stayed home, but I really wanted to meet up with my brother and sister. Um, and two, I definitely should not have been drinking alcohol with the amount of pain and how much I was hurting, right? Like trauma and alcohol are the perfect disaster. Yeah. just waiting to happen. But the friendship card was like, cause I had forgotten what I forgot was that Heather said, you lost me forever, bitch. That's what I forgot. Wow. And that's yeah. what, cause there was more said and more done and no one was taking accountability. And I'm always the messy one, but I tell the truth. I may not deliver it at the right time or in the right that's place. But <laughs> that's like, that's what these trips are though. Like you're day drinking, night drinking, it's very tense. I was just getting really sick of Meredith, um, not budging on forgiving Lisa. Like we're, she's still bringing stuff up from years ago. And I was just like, enough is enough. But I do remember ripping up the card. I don't remember everything that Heather said to me. And I wish I did. Um, because it would have, I would have just stopped it right there. I would have been like, she doesn't like she's done. I'll be done. Does that make sense? I wouldn't have chased her ass for like, weeks and weeks. Do you after. think she was, do you think she was as intoxicated as you were at the time? Absolutely. I think that we both don't remember, didn't remember the full fight. Yeah. And that's why it's probably going to look kind of confusing for a minute because we're both piecing it together. Um, cause you know how this works. Like you don't watch the footage when you're doing your confessionals, you go off of your memory. Right. Yeah. So, right. Um, and what the other women tell you? She, she was just as intoxicated as I was. Like, I just, unfortunately, am sloppier. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of bad behavior, we have some questions. Um, who do you think, what housewife at BravoCon behaved the worst? In what way? Like, drunk way or? Anyway. Just, like, who, who, did you, who was the rudest to you or who dismissive or just entitled? Well, I'm going to say Heather Gay because she lied to everyone on stage in front of me. She was gaslighting me and manipulating the audience. Like I had people coming up to me, like fans telling me what Heather was saying to them. And it wasn't polite. And it was lies. Oh, wow. 
So, and you have to keep in mind that Heather and I went on girls trip together and I, I, without spilling what happens, like there was a point of resolution, major resolution. Oh. And so I'm sitting here like, was that? And, and so what she said on stage was that I reached for, I reached the hardest and I'm like, okay, you had a fake makeup with me. Like, like you're the one who reaches for everything. So I don't know. I, I was most disappointed and let down by Heather Gay. Um, Brandy Glanville was so drunk, though. <laughs> he he <laughs> introduced love- herself to me like three times. And I was like, Brandy, I've already met you. <laughs> oh, Brandy. So no one, um, was, no one was rude, though. I had, um, I thought like Larsa from Miami snubbed me, but then she, she didn't realize that she's she she's super quiet though yeah and she she apologized like she um did an instagram story and i said no no worries babe cheers like yeah. i really everyone treated me pretty well i have to say who was justin's favorite um justin w- hung out every night with um you know bali from family karma her boy yeah bali yeah. oh yeah we really hit it off with like family karma people it was it was really cool Aw. We saw we saw Tamara a couple of times too in the um, Oh yeah. In the meet and greet areas. I mean who didn't see Tam? Tam's the life of every party. Oh yeah, God. she is. I'm not drinking anymore. Do you know what though? <laughs> I have to say, T like I love consistent people. Like you are consistently yeah. you. And that that is like the biggest compliment, I think. Even oh, when, thank you. It, even when, you know, it, we don't like how we're behaving at least we're consistent. <laughs> I, can, I can watch you on the show this season the first couple episodes and go yep that's gonna be me this season <laughs> and what did I tell you I said I got you back yeah, thank you <laughs> I totally relate to you yes well listen I haven't been on I've been not on social media since BravoCon just because you know when I don't know the audience was attacking me so I'm like I don't need to be on Instagram yeah right yeah stay really present with my kids whether on fall break it's so the I best thing it. yeah yeah it's the best thing that's what, I, what i'm gonna do that when the show airs i'm just gonna i don't yeah am i mia yep um so the, the next question for both of you guys they want to know if you guys could switch off your current franchise onto another what a well i was about to say town city what would it be new jersey yeah i i was gonna say new jersey too now that yeah. i everyone I'm like I love Jersey I love Potomac too like I just love I how, do how real they are like they don't let anything by like everyone says says it how it is I like Jersey they, they fight dirty and I have that in me so <laughs> I would fit right in oh I I'm still building up to that I don't like <laughs> I would like to but I I mean my mouth goes there easy yeah and then and then they get over it super easy I'm like that too like I'll say whatever and then I'm like oh, okay you're good yeah, we're good. I was going to say one of the only housewives I never spoke to or never spoke to me either at BravoCon was Meredith. Did you ever speak to her, Tamara? I did. I did. I was in a meet and greet and she just like, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. That was it. Her and her son. That was it. That, that sounded like a big bag of uppers right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just like a very brief. <laughs> oh, took a picture together. That was it. Yeah. Sounds like Meredith. <laughs> yeah, didn't say much. 
Next question for both of you guys. Who do you think's the bigger bone collector? Out of the two of us? Yep. Oh. Wait, what's a bone collector? Like you get stories, you repeat them? You're like picking up all the excess bones. Yeah. Like you're going to make sure nothing's left off the table. Oh, I used to be like that hardcore. I'm not like that as much anymore. Yeah, so I probably am right now, but um, because I get frustrated when people say one thing when cameras are rolling and then another when they're not rolling. Right. So that's why everyone's upset with me right now is because I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. If you're going to dr- if you're going to plant the seed, you're going to you're going to yeah. participate in watering it. Yeah, you're going to follow through. Yeah, because um, I'm I'm done being the bone collector. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, favorite memory from Salt Lake City so far? Your favorite. We talk a lot about the negatives, but like, what is yeah. the best part? Oh, right now, that is so hard to even think of one. I would say BravoCon so far, like, but that's not a Salt Lake City moment. Um, I loved racing the exotic cars, like when we got to drive the Lamborghinis and Ferraris. Oh, yes. That was a pretty cool moment. Um, other than that, Salt Lake City has been pretty like heavy. <laughs> yeah. This one's for you, Tam. Um, were you surprised with your return to Real Housewives of Orange County? Guys, for the record, these are all fan questions. I'm just reading them off the list. Okay. Was so, I surprised you... to be asked back? Yeah. Um, well, Annie had told me that, uh, you know, when I got let go, like, just stay still. You're going to be back. Trust me. And one year went by and, I didn't come back. And then the second year went by and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? So I kind of just gave up on it and stopped thinking about it. And when that happened, that's when I got asked back. Had I known that it was like a two year break, I would have taken like enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like, like being upset and stressed and like, oh, fell and left out and all that stuff. It is so interesting how, how hard it is, but how much you still want to be a part of it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, well, I thought like after 12 years straight, I'm like, oh, I just don't want to do this anymore. You, you, it's hard after a while. Like my kids were little, they've grown up. Most of them, I only have one at home now. And I'm like, I just, there's a time where I just want to like not do anything and not be so busy. And now coming back, like the hardest part for me is like, I'm so busy now. Like you don't have that time to just sit at home and enjoy your kids as much as you normally do or your husband. It's like, go, go, go all the time. I also think there's personality types that even when you have the time to be more relaxed, you're still like, you're always going to be hustling in one capacity or another. Well, that's me. That is definitely me. And Eddie said, he's like, you're a way better person when you're busy all the time. Cause like my mind gets a little destructive if I'm not super busy. So Teddy, I was, I just wanted to check in with you about your melanoma because, um, my dad actually had stage four melanoma and battled it for a couple of years, um, had to have some major surgeries. Like he had to have, his was on his head and he had to have it, um, cut all the way down and strip all the lymph nodes out of this side of his body. Um, and he did ra- radiation and interferon. And so I just like, I wanted to talk to you about your melanoma. Like, how are you doing? You know, the next stage after the surgery, is the genetic testing, the genetic components, uh, you know, which obviously we found out on 23andMe, but did your dad do any sort of 
did he meet with a geneticist after he ended up having to get all those removals? I don't think he did. Um, this was back when I was 18 and I'm 36 now. So I, I don't think that he did any genetic testing. No, I, I'm not sure about that, but I do know that he was in and out of the doctor's offices. Like they took, they scanned him like once a month for a year and then they'd move it to like three months, six months. So I know that whatever he was doing, they were watching it very closely afterwards. Well, for me, it's, you know, the surgery. And then when I'm in the surgery, they will um, also check all the lymph nodes. And then once we get through that part, then we decide if there's immunotherapy. And then the next big thing is they said, because I am predisposed, which is why something like a 23andMe is so, you know, it will continue to help and change you know, the, for us to know beforehand, before even a skin check that we are, you know, at risk, but yeah. they think that there's something else. So that's where they'll then check me for the BRCA2 and everything else, because they're like the fact that you have so many melanoma shows that this is also probably coming some, from somewhere else. Um, but it does say it also, not only does it help you with your health, it also like it says, Teddy, your genetic result is associated with a typical likelihood of being diagnosed with anxiety. And like, you know how anxious I am. Like I've been diagnosed by a doctor with anxiety. So it's just, it really, it's, I can't recommend this enough, mainly even just for the health aspect. And then also for peace of mind, I did see that I'm related to my brother. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say related to your husband. No, related to my brother. I texted him out. I'm like, hey, buddy, do you were related? Yeah, I saw that too. That's funny. (laughs) For me, um, I was so excited after I got my test results back and looking over everything. And I do a lot of the testing too. Like um, they'll send me things to fill out, like questionnaires to fill out. And I always do it. I ended up buying them for family members for Christmas presents. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. It's it's like, really smart. I feel like everyone in Utah needs it before they start dating. Yeah. That's a good idea. Well, <laughs> for sure. Most of Utah comes from Mormon pioneers. So you want to make sure you're a couple generations out of the dating pool, right? <laughs> Your yeah. Family. yeah. I mean, especially with that group. So I think you know, we could, we gotta say thank you guys so much for tuning in to this special episode of two teas in a pod. All thanks to 23andMe. Please visit 23andMe.com to purchase your own test and be on the path to health. Such a great gift idea. It's awesome to do as a family and kind of look through your health and see what it is that you can be aware of and what you need to stay on top of. You know, it really made it so simple, you guys, too. Like, how easy was it to take this test? It was so easy. Easy, yeah. It really clears things up and, you know, the things you can learn can be totally life-changing. Yeah. Well, I love it, you guys. And then um, Whitney, keep us entertained throughout this season. And then once Pam starts airing, you're going to have to come on and recap OC with me um, because we know that's going to be a whole different level of shit show. And I'm going to need another (laughs) bone collector to help me do it. I'm here for you, girl. I'm scared. (laughs) Also, I am, I'm launching a podcast Wild Rose Podcast. So I would love to be a bone collector with you, Teddy. Yes. And we perfect. It's just about telling the truth, unfiltered, uncensored. Do you have a co-host or are you doing it alone? 
Um, one of my best friends is co-hosting with me, but I, I don't necessarily want it to be housewife only. Like yeah. I want to dive into the, the layers of me that we never get to on the show. Is the friend Angie Harrington? No. She's not a friend. <laughs> not a friend. We, we can probably guess it's not Heather. Uh, no, it's not Heather. Her name's Connie Daniels. She came to BravoCon. Um, she's in a lot of scenes in the background. She's like been the most supportive friend throughout this process to me. Like she hasn't, nothing's changed. Like she, and she doesn't want the spotlight. So she just like cheers me on and has my back. You know, it's like, she's a really good friend. That's awesome. Well, yeah. congratulations. Congratulations. We can't wait to hear it. <laughs> hey, yeah. Thank you. All right. Bye guys. And that's it on another dope show. Did this episode inspire you to take a closer look at your health history, your genetic makeup? Who knew DNA could reveal so much about our past while also holding the keys to certain health insights that may impact our future? I continue to be inspired by these stories, and I hope you do as well. Catch you next time. Listen to Spit, an original podcast from iHeartRadio and 23andMe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.